I'm John. And I'm David. And you're listening to the Autocorrect Podcast. So this week, uh, we're talking about the Circuit of the Americas. Yep, the United States Grand Prix. Yep. We're uh, we're one week late. We were at uh, Greenwich Concourse last weekend, so we uh, recorded the race to watch. Yeah, we watched it uh, today, exactly one week later. Yeah. So this will this will this actually will hopefully come out tonight. I'm not quite sure yet. Kind of depends when I get back, but uh, yeah, we'll but see how that goes. It was great to be back at Coda, one of my favorite tracks. Um, hopefully. Um, we will actually be at that race next year. We, uh, we're trying to lock in our schedule for next year, but uh, we will definitely have some trackside content for next year. Yep. Which is very exciting. Yep. We're, uh, today we're kind of starting uh, all the planning and reservations and stuff for uh, Canadian GP, assuming that it happens. Yep. Hope, hoping it doesn't get canceled again. I don't think it will. I don't right. either, but it's possible. You never know. Yeah. yeah. And if it does get canceled, we'll be in Montreal for four days. Yeah, well, worst things to happen. Yeah, exactly. So. But uh, I already have my reservation and my tickets to the Miami Grand Prix. Uh, unfortunately, due to scheduling conflicts, John can't make it to that. Uh, yeah. But uh, I'll make some content there. And, uh, and yeah, look forward to uh, the calendar next year. Yeah, we're uh, we'll, not sure what we're going to record yet in Canada, but we definitely will. Um, I think it's going to be kind of short we're gonna be doing probably like short segments a couple things just to do to put into our recap after the fact yeah uh, you know insert in there but we'll kind of see how that plays out so so uh on to the race yes so going into the race verstappen leads the championship verstappen on pole position yep it's looking pretty good for him with before the race started, six races to go, and now five. Yeah. Yeah, but, we're getting close to the end of the season. Yeah, and um, so this week there's no race, apart from the race that we watched. Uh, then we're going into a triple header. Then there's a one-week break, then a double header, and that's the end of the season. Yeah. I can't believe that's already December. As cliche as it sounds, this year has flown by. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I started watching, what, was that August, September? Somewhere around there. I don't remember. I think it was beginning of September. Yeah. So right right around when we started this podcast. It was... Uh, oh, that was Hungry. That was Hungry. It was a Hungry. And that was... Uh, September, I think, right? No, that was August. That was August. That, that, was, that August. was the end of August, right? So that was the that was kind of the first one. That, that was the first that was one actually, you and I watched uh, together. Yeah, a, and that was, that was a fun experience for us. Um, due to some of the connections we have, we were, we were able to actually watch it inside of the Ferrari service center of, yeah. our, of our local dealer. Yep. So that that was a lot of fun, and Abu Dhabi will also be uh, will be watching it there. Unfortunately, we won't be able to broadcast from there, but uh, yeah. we will be watching it there, and uh, you know, it's it's a fun experience. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was the first one we watched. Uh, that was the first full race. That was the first race I watched live. Yeah, so. the first race I watched live was Singapore 2019, Seb's last win for Ferrari. Mm-hmm. That was the first race I ever watched live. I had seen you know, bits and pieces of races. And I'd always had some interest in Formula One, but that was the first race I sat down and watched. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I digress. 
Yeah. So we. Uh... So uh, for those of you who don't know Coda, uh, Circuit of the Americas, it's got an interesting layout. There's a massive hill leading into turn one. Yep. And it's a very technical turn because you can't actually see the apex of the turn from the base of the hill. Yep. But it is a great opportunity for overtaking if you nail it just right. Yeah. It's also a great opportunity for a turn one collision on lap one and red flags and none of that fun stuff. Yeah. Or all that fun stuff, depending on your uh, view of that. Yeah. Well, let's also, for those of you who don't know, it's in Texas. Yes. Austin, it's Texas. Austin. It's outside. Just, it's like. I, I think know. it's in. I think it's actually I, I inside the city limits. Is it? I think it is. Yeah, I think it's right on the edge. Which is interesting because normally these tracks aren't actually inside of city limits. But I'm tell Montreal that. Yeah, <laughs> Montreal just slaps the uh, circuit right in the middle of the city. It's literally on an island. Yeah, it's well, like ridiculous. That first that first turn that big hill is infamous. Yeah, like like I said, it's a great overtaking opportunity if you nail it. Yeah. Which uh, I mean, you're talking about the best drivers in the world. Yeah, I mean, even even the people that are maybe not finishing pole, even people that are lower in, in the actual yeah. race standings, they're still the best, dri- like Absolutely. some of the best drivers in the world. Absolutely. So it's uh, you know, even you know, you're looking at a roster of what twenty four, twenty, twenty. Yep. 20. twenty. Yeah, whatever it is, you're looking at a roster of twenty drivers, and you know, there's even like big names you'll see will get, yeah, you know, put right to last. It depends on what happens in the race, but. Even the people I mean, that don't have Baku, as much Azerbaijan this year, Lewis Hamilton hit the brake magic button and uh, on the last lap sent him into the runoff area and he went from first to dead last. Yeah. And because it was the last lap, he couldn't make up any of that progress. Yeah, and that's the that's the thing with F one is the the standings obviously matter a lot, but yeah, you can go from first to last real quickly and it doesn't I at think, the time it doesn't matter how skilled you are, depending on if you get an accident or whatever. I think uh, over the winter break, you know, we're going to have our long series on F1 coming yeah. out. But I'd also like to do a shorter episode on Mercedes specifically. Yeah. Because um, they really do pioneer the sport. They uh, they do a lot of things that other teams don't think of. And they're in a position to do risky things. And they do spend a lot of money on research and, and everything too. So I think it's worth talking about Mercedes specifically. Yes. Uh, but yeah. that's going to come over the winter break. We, we've got a lot of exciting content coming over the winter break too. Yeah, the uh, F1 series is probably going to be, I am, you know, my finals are, I believe, the 10th, whatever, is done around there. Yeah, I'm done on the 14th. Right, so after that, we will hopefully get the first, we'll, pro- we'll hopefully get one out once a week. Yeah. Um, that might be that, the, Expect that to be yeah. like a, three to four part series it's probably going to be a four part and it's probably going to be the first or second week in january that is like the wrap-up yeah um so that's going to be and then uh, uh preseason testing in bahrain actually is it bahrain the next year or is it barcelona i don't remember but, i'm uh, not sure that's the last week of february so we'll have uh, hopefully from the end of uh of the f1 series we'll have only about four weeks until we've got fresh f1 content yeah there is, David and I were talking about this earlier, there are a couple episodes that we recorded for race recaps and people, some people will notice that we haven't covered every GP. We have recorded for every GP, but, but we haven't uh, released every GP. Yeah, I have, I've got three right now. I am going to get at least one of them out. It's, you know, it's kind of a, it's after midterms, but I was on a, on a kind of a time crunch and I didn't have, I didn't have time really to edit the others that ended up being a little longer. So I'm going to work on those. And if those don't go out now, we're at the last week of the year. 
Yep. I will kind of look at the episodes because we, we do record quite a few episodes that we don't end up releasing. Yeah, we, we've got a whole folder full of them. Yeah, I think we have five or five right now, four, uh, something like that so far. But we will probably release, we'll probably have, we have three so far that are most likely not going to get released. So at the end of the year, we are going to have the, that last week, probably five days or so. I will uh, queue up things that and kind of catch up on those ones that I didn't quite get to uh, get to. Yeah. And then things that are, you know, worth uploading, not things where we had uh, technical <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of what the, the plan is right now is if uh, if I can get those together, we will have that one week of kind of episodes that didn't get released. That might be like shorter sections because yeah. a lot of them we had technical issues or uh, we didn't kind of cover topics as much as we in you know the places we wanted like to. right now we've barely talked about the race <laughs> yeah but so that's that's kind of our plan and we'll we'll probably actually have an episode soon that is just talking about what the plan is for the rest yeah. of the year which we might even record that today yeah because that's going to be pretty quick next year next year our goal is going to be to um have these episodes out by monday night yeah so, for the race recaps yeah 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 hopefully by next year we'll be uh we'll be in a position where we don't necessarily have to be together to record, which yeah. has honestly been our, our main stumbling block for this year. Yeah. I have the equipment, but it's kind of hard because if we're going to do that, we have to have two of everything. Yeah. But hopefully so. next year we'll be, we'll be in a position to do that. Yeah. And, uh, I think Monday night is a, is going to be a good night for us to release these F1 episodes. Probably. Because we're also going to try to keep them more concise. My schedule is, should be a little yeah. more forgiving. Well, that's a lot. It's not going to be more forgiving, but it's, I will have time when I need it. Yeah, exactly. So, so but, uh, anyways, jumping into the actual race. Yep. So, Verstappen on pole position, um, Hamilton P2. Yep. And mind you, for the last at least four years, uh, whoever's you know qualified second has led into turn one. And yeah. that, that was no different today. Uh, Max got a good start, but Hamilton got a great start off the line. And, yep. you know... As much you know, just as well as we do, that we're not necessarily huge fans of Lewis Hamilton. That's not to say that we don't appreciate his racing. He is a, he's very talented. He's very talented. It's just his personality. And in terms of the sport and everything, he's he's extre- he's an extremely talented yeah, driver. Yeah, we, we cannot stress that enough. But it, it's as in terms of as a viewer. Yeah. Which is you know obviously it's kind of ridiculous. You know, but I, it, obviously the the case can be made. You know. Back in 2010 through 13, yeah. you know, people were tired of Seb dominance, and like, we love Seb. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's it's not necessarily directed at Hamilton specifically, but it is. It'd be, it's more of the fact that the same person keeps winning exactly. a lot of GPs. That's more of the – even if it, it could be which, other people. Which I think it's... is going to not be the case next year with the new technical regulations. I think the FIA – yeah. Real, you know, slowing down the cars a little bit, decreasing arrow. It, yeah. It's making it more of a level playing field. I think it. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens because right now, you know, no matter what way you look at it, the the better funded, richer teams do better. Yeah. That that's just the way it is. Yeah. And I think we may not see an immediate change next year, but I think we'll see the beginning of change to it really becoming a drivers' championship and less of a constructors' championship. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, no matter what you say or who you talk to, you know, oh, it's a drivers' championship, and not to say that the driver's skill doesn't play a massive part. Yeah, well, I'm, it's it, it does play a massive part. It's all strategy. Yeah. and skill. But 
the the funding of the team also plays a huge part. Yeah. So it's really going to level the playing field quite a bit. Anyways, back to uh, this weekend's race. Um, Hamilton leads through turn one and just absolutely marvelous textbook racing. Yeah. And uh, just got a great exit out of turn one and uh, led the race from there. But um, there's a lot of interesting strategy calls on Red Bull's part. So they uh, they tried the undercut and man, did it work for them twice. Yeah. yeah. They, they undercut Hamilton twice. Yeah. So uh, the first time was, I want to say, around lap 11, lap 16. I don't remember. Yeah. It, it, was, it was pretty was early. There. It, was it was fairly pretty early. early. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was definitely an early call, but it paid off because the undercut worked. Yeah. And uh, Verstappen led mostly through the middle of the race, and then uh, the team called him in again. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, um, the U.S. Grand Prix can be a one-stop. Two stop makes more sense, but there there is a strategy where you, uh, I believe, start on the medium, run to around lap 16, lap 19, somewhere around there, change to the hard and run the rest of the race on the hard. And that that is a that is an absolutely valid one stop strategy. But yeah. I think it uh, a lot of the teams chose to do the two stop. Actually, I think every team chose to do the two stop today. I believe so. And there are some pretty interesting stop times. There are some long ones, some some very good ones. Yeah, I mean that that happens all the time. Yeah, I mean the FIA has sort of put an end to those sub two seconds Red Bull stops. Yeah, and uh, I mean there were some that were perfectly timed. Too, yeah, which was I, I good. mean when you think about it, it's all in the name of safety. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and this is something that's non discriminatory. I mean, Red Bull happened to be the fastest uh, mechanics. And a lot of people at first thought that this was really targeted at Red Bull, but it really isn't. It really is in the name of safety. And I think we can all appreciate something that's done to keep the crew safe, keep the driver safe, keep the marshal safe. Yeah. Because, you know, when you've got cars zipping around at 190, 200 miles an hour, there's no room for mistakes. Yeah. We've talked about on some of the previous episodes, especially when we've had GPs where there's been major accidents. Yeah. So. But, um... But yeah, yeah Verstappen, I'd say the the middle of the race was pretty boring. Yeah, which which happens. There, it's there a was lot a, of a there was a random virtual safety car for Pierre Gasly. I don't remember exactly what happened to him, but they had to send a marshal out on track. So uh, it was just for one lap. We had a VSC. Yeah, and nothing really happened. Nobody pulled in. No, nothing really happened. It's what that. it's what happens a lot too. Is the first like 10, 15 laps. I'd say even less than that, but I'd say in general, yeah, around there, you you have a lot of action that may happen, and towards the end, obviously, there's a push, yeah, and you're kind of more certain in terms of you know fuel usage, all that, yeah, absolutely. So t- during the end and during the beginning is where you have your most action. Now we've had some races where we've had it all the way through, yeah, it's been I, like a hungry, fight. yeah, hungry. it's ridiculous, yeah. but. It's not uncommon, and now and then there was a then there was spot where right, nothing happened. Right, there's ones like that, and a, a lot of a lot of the races are you know fifty six to like fifty to seventy laps. Yeah, it, it's one hundred and fifty kilometers. It depends right. on well, it's a minimum of one hundred and fifty kilometers, so it depends on the track. You know, right. Coda 100%. is about three miles long. Uh, you know, versus a track like Monaco, which is just barely a mile. Yeah. So and especially when there's you know two DRS zones and yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Verstappen came in early again for a second stop. Uh, Hamilton extended, and it just wasn't enough for him. Yeah. You know, the undercut still worked, and the undercut is very powerful. 
on any circuit, especially especially a circuit like Coda where you've got two DRS zones yeah. and uh, and a long pit straight. The the undercut is very very powerful. Um, and then uh, uh, who was it that spun out? That was Kimmy. It was Kimmy. Kimmy spun out. That was a yeah, just a double yellow, nothing major. Yeah, I he uh, he went for the bulldozer off road <laughs> into the into Dr. the gravel mowing and, service. Yeah, really. He turned Austria around. Twenty twenty. Yeah, he turned around and uh, got right back on. But it was pretty funny. But I, uh, it, it, it was funny because nobody yeah, got hurt. Yeah, exactly. It, so. And you know, he completely recovered. Didn't even lose that much pace. Yeah. Uh, not that he was really on a point scoring day. But uh, in any case, um, Hamilton extended and did stop. So towards the end, Max's tires were starting to fade and Hamilton was closing the gap. The last lap, Max was coming to lap Mick, Mick Schumacher. And uh, he didn't get out of the way right away. And that gave Max DRS on the last lap, which might have given him the win, might not have given him the win. But uh, Max was able to use DRS on that last lap, and yeah. Lewis wasn't within detection zone, so he didn't actually have any DRS on the last lap. Yeah, I don't recall whether or not he got DRS on the second DRS zone, but either way, it wasn't enough, and Max won by around eleven tenths, twelve tenths. Yeah, but um, but yeah, is you know, also just goes to show the skill that both Max and Lewis have. Yeah. They they won you know within two seconds of within a second of a half of each other. Yeah, Checo was seventeen seconds back, and then I believe it was Charles Leclerc was another forty seconds back. It was really that's what I was you know we were talking about this and it was a very interesting gap. Yeah, in the in the race and like where the gaps were. But anyways, um, just just masterful driving from both max and lewis yeah. and it there was really a lot of good driving to there was in general. and it really was down to the line there on the last uh on the last lap i think you know if this race were another 10 laps i think it would have been very different yeah but um another thing worth pointing out is that uh checo ran out of water on the first lap <laughs> that was pretty funny he, he pulled a kimmy when kimmy didn't have his drinking bottle working then checo didn't have his drinking bottle working and uh after the race, he, he went on the record to say that this was one of the most difficult races he had to, to go through because you're not going to change the water bottle on a pit stop. Yeah. You just don't have the time to do that. Yeah. So, uh, the thing to know is we're, you know, they're in Texas. Yeah. They're in Texas. It's hot. And, and not only that, you're right on top of the running gear of the car. It's right. hot. It, it's, it's not, you know, you're not in Russia. It, it, it's even if you're, even if you are racing in the snow, it's still toasty in the cockpit. Yeah. And then put on top of it, it's what, probably 80 degrees there. Yeah. And I then think it's 70 to 80 right now in Austin. Not to mention so. that, uh, you know, there's no power brakes. There's, there's no power. It, it's physically demanding to drive those cars. Yeah. Definitely. A lot of people don't realize just how physically demanding it is. Yeah. It's not just, you know, you need to have the uh, the courage to do it and the skill to do it. You need to have the physical ability to do it. Yeah. But um, I think this is where we'll wrap up this episode, try to keep it short and concise for you guys. Yeah. It was uh, it was a very interesting uh, – it, it was interesting in, in terms of driver skill. There wasn't a lot of, you know, crazy stuff that happened in terms of – there was no like major accidents no, or anything. No, no, there were three retirements, which is I mean, always good. Both both Alpines retired uh, from technical issues, yep. and uh, and so did Pierre Gasly. Yep. 
but uh, no collisions, no n- nobody got hurt, nothing today, no, none of that today. Yeah, no, you know, it was just the virtual safety car to uh, clean up some debris. There yeah. wasn't any full safety car. It, it was um, it was a tame race, if you will. Yeah, which is always good to see. But uh, I'll just wrap up by saying that uh, Max leads the drivers' championship right now by twelve points, and uh, we'll see what happens next week at Mexico. Yeah, and we have uh, how many more? Uh, we have five more races now. Right. That's going to be it for uh, this episode. We're going to actually record another episode or two after this. It's going to be a quick talk. And right now, after this, we're going to re- kind of go through what our plans are for the rest of this year and next year. And, you know, we'll upload that. So if anybody wants to, uh, you know, know more about that, we'll have it in one spot. Yeah. But thanks for listening. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>